and welcome to Served Neat. I am your host, Jen Hartman. I'm a corporate dropout turned six-figure sales and marketing coach, bourbon enthusiast, type three Enneagram, and dog mom. I'm on a mission to show you that there is more to life than the nine to five grind and that you can leave your job to pursue your profitable passion. I'm going to prove to you that launching an online business can be fun and easy. I'll be giving away my best sales, marketing, mindset, and business strategies served neat. Pour yourself a glass of bourbon, have a seat, and let's chat. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of Served Neat. For those of you who are new around here, I started a second business earlier this summer. It is called Doggy Issues. It's a conscious fashion and accessory brand for dog moms and their pups. It is bold. It is bright. It is very raunchy and inappropriate in the best way possible. We are throwing some insane sayings on clothing items. For example, we have a sweatshirt that says, looking for a daddy for my doggy, a hat that says doggy style on it, and even puppy bandanas, one that says, sir, may I play with your balls? It's all super hilarious. The brand is meant to start conversations and forge relationships with other dog owners. So naturally, when you start a business, there are issues that come up. The more I share with you guys about doggy issues, whenever I post a new product we got in or any updates, you guys always ask questions about what's going on and how we did it and all the things. So I thought today I'd peel back the curtain and talk about some of the issues we've had with doggy issues in case any of you guys are curious about what it takes to start a product-based business. I also wanted to say it is so fitting that we've had issues with this brand. And that's literally the name of the brand. Maybe we did it to ourselves. Who knows? (laughs) Okay. First and foremost, and this one came as a total shock to me, the extended timelines when it comes to products. This was a really tough pill to swallow, especially because I've been in a service-based business for two years and I've been on my own timeline. I've had control over everything we've done. We can decide to make a pivot tomorrow and there's no ramifications to it. We've been really agile, super flexible. We've been able to give clients what they wanted immediately. Coming to grips with the fact that there is so much out of my control wasn't easy either. We're working with wholesalers and printers to ensure that our designs end up on the right pieces of clothing and that they look absolutely perfect. There's a lot of back and forth communication during this process as well. For some reason, I thought I could just call up a printer and be like, hey, I want this saying on a sweatshirt. Okay, let's do it. Send me the invoice. No, that's not exactly how it works. There's a lot of back and forth email communication where you're letting them know what types of products you want, what kind of printing process you're looking for, whether or not that's even going to work with the material, approving artwork. It's a whole thing, a whole production. And I just didn't know. I didn't know until I started to dive into it and I started to work with different printers. So the lesson here is that if you're diving into a product business, make sure to plan months ahead of time. We started to plan for fall in the beginning of June. And in all reality, 
had I come up with the concept sooner, we should have started a lot sooner just to give us a little bit more leeway. There's only so much you can do about the timelines because products are kind of out of your control unless you're literally making the product yourself in-house. So again, just planning out months and months ahead of time will save you some sort of sanity. Number two, and this one was expected, cost. I knew cost was going to be an issue. I just didn't really know to what extent. We haven't even officially launched yet, and I've poured almost five figures into this business between intern, web design, product design, getting products, printing on the products. It's been a lot. It's really terrifying knowing that I'm in the negative for a while, at least until we launch next month. You can start a service-based business with no money. As long as you have a laptop or a phone, that's really all you need when you are the product. But that is not the case with physical products. And since we're trying to keep everything as ethical and as sustainable as possible, the products do come with a higher price tag. Okay, number three, third issue with docky issues, quality. I wanted control over the quality of our products, so I chose not to do print-on-demand. Essentially, with print-on-demand, the product is made to order. There's no inventory that you need to keep in stock. The print-on-demand companies ship out the product for you. It's a cheap way, or a very affordable way, I guess, of starting an e-com business. But the downside to this is that the selection of products is not that great. And you have very little control over what's going on. And then also, from my experience, from what I've seen, the cost is much higher, which cuts into your profit margin. So for the last month, I've been ordering the minimum product quantities from wholesalers slash printers to test out the quality of products. Even though this came with a hefty price tag, I'm so glad I chose this route. I have way more control over the products that are being sold to my customers. I've had a few products that either were damaged or the quality was just so poor that there's no way I could have sold it. I would have never known had I chose print on demand. So I'm really glad that we decided to go this route and actually look at the inventory ourselves before we passed it along to our customers. I only want to sell products that are great quality. I don't want to sell products that look bad or that they fall apart in the wash or products that contribute to the issues that the fashion brand already contributes to. So I don't want to get products that are made in a sweatshop. I don't want products that are going to fall apart tomorrow because that just adds to so many problems in our world. So again, with that being said, with the quality that we're going after, the price tag is a little bit higher. But again, at the end of the day, it's going to be well worth it. I want to make sure my customers are happy and I want to make sure that I maintain my reputation. Okay, again, those issues, those doggy issues issues were extended timelines, cost, which again, I kind of expected cost. I would just say like a piece of advice if you're looking to start a product-based business is to set aside more money than you think you're going to need because it always costs more than what you think it's going to cost. And then number three was quality. We've had some quality issues, but we've fixed them. So we are marching on forward. But 
If you are jumping into a product-based business, I definitely recommend getting the product in your hands to make sure that it's what you're expecting. And if it's not, you have the opportunity to fix it before your website goes live. Okay, guys, that's it for issues and lessons and roadblocks from doggy issues. I'm sure I'll have more to share with you as we go to launch next month. This is definitely a journey. I'm learning so much along the way. I feel like I'm getting a third business degree at this point, but it's been so incredibly worth it. I hope you guys check out the website when we launch it. If you're a dog mom, definitely check us out. You guys will love what we have coming. Thank you guys for listening to this week's episode. I appreciate you guys. Have a beautiful week.